you to follow this ark. I need you to follow God. Somebody say, follow God. I believe if we're going to allow God to continue to shift us over some tremendous issues or tremendous things or even some roadblocks in our lives, we need to follow God. We can't take our eyes off of God. We take our eyes off God, all of a sudden, we, we, we start looking like people who are looking for something to grow. Sometimes we, get, we walk like this all the time. Like we're looking for some change. We get caught up because we didn't like this or like this. We start going in different ways and different places and different things. God says, pick up your head. Keep your eyes on God. Come on, somebody. Keep your eyes on God and follow God. He said, I want you to follow the heart, but I need you to do. I need to, there needs to be a gap. There needs to be, there needs to be a gap. There needs to be a gap. There needs to be room. Someone say room. There needs to be room for change. There needs to be room for deliverance. There needs to be room to fix yourself, to judge yourself, to look at yourself. But sometimes we think that we're perfect and nothing's wrong with us. God said, look, if you're going to follow me, you better do some gap for room. To fix some things. Amen. I thank God that was 25 years ago that I, God had begun to change me, God began to deliver me, God began to set me free. And I began to, God began to use my life. And the more God began to use my life, the more I found out, the more I needed to change. Listen to what I'm saying. The more I got closer to God, the more filthier I felt. We think sometimes the more closer we get to God, the more hopeful we are. I think you're following the wrong. Because the more you follow God, the more filthier you're going to feel. You're going to feel like, oh my God. Who am I? But I'm just but a worm. Yes, you're a good worm. <laughs> Not the worm that they call it, they call it, but that worm that's going to be changed into something great. That worm that becomes a beautiful butterfly. And the more we close, we can take God. The more that we allow ourselves to bless, the more we find out there needs to be some change. There needs to be the change the way we think, the way we act, the way we speak. Our behavior should change. It, we should not conform to those things. We are elders, but not what? On this earth. And we tell ourselves to be conformed and be transformed into those things. And so all of a sudden, he's saying these things. He says, he says, I want you to follow the ark. I want you to go behind the ark. I need to be roped between there. And, and this is the thing that, 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 that hit me right here in church that I want you guys to bring up today. If you can, please listen closely to what he's saying here to the people. He's saying, Joshua, a space between you about 2,000 years do not come near it that you may know that the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. He said, I'm taking you to a new place, a new dominion in your life. Come on. A new place in your marriage, a new place with your children, a new place with your job, a new place in your life. And you haven't been this way before. That's why you have to keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to a different city and I don't know that city. Um, And I'm watching everything, looking everywhere. The GPS says, left, I'm going left. It says go right, I'm going to go right. Because I've never been there. I haven't been to that place. God is saying, I'm taking you to a place you've never been in your life. Are you ready? Come on. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Someone say, I'm ready. Someone say, I'm ready. And I believe that, that us as believers, as sons and daughters of Christ, that we are, we are ready for something great and something mighty. God is saying, keep your eyes on me. 
Don't keep your eyes on me. Don't look to me. Look to God. He's your Savior. Come on. He's your deliverer. I'm not. A, I'm just a shepherd. They got his call and chosen. But he is the deliverer. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He's our God. He's a mighty God. He's a great God. He's a healer. He's a God that changes lives. And I'm telling you today, keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on God. Because when we start going to places we have never been, as long as we got our eyes on God, we won't miss up. Oh, come on, somebody. As long as we have our eyes on God, because the Bible says that He's the light of the world. Amen. See, God is the light of the world. Do me a favor. Change the lights to like the light ones. The light the, the ones that are on the wall. Change the light. I want you to see something really quick. I want you to darken them. I'll turn them off. I'll turn them off. Turn them off. See, when we, we are following. You see these lights that are here? And you got the other ones that are really dim. So these are the ones on the poles, too, please. Canisters. He says, if you follow me, I'm going to be the light. Turn the light. Illuminate. Illuminate. I'm going to take you to places that you've never been. And I'm going to show you right there that there's a snake there. Watch out for that snake. There's a tiger there. Watch out for that tiger. This thing represents the woman. That tiger represents the guy. He says, when you're following me, I'm going to show you some things. I'm going to show you everything that shines is not gold. When you're following me, I'm going to lead you Places you've never been, and I'm going to show you fool's gold. Don't you burn me? I don't know about you, but I've been burned by fool's gold. Not once, not twice, three times. <laughs> I bought a ring one time, and I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, I got a gold ring. It's $20. Yeah, oh, $20. Got it. A good bro, my whole finger was green. And I said, I'll never get fooled again. I'll never be burned again. I'll never happen again. So I bought me a the guy was going to Texas, they sent him to Texas to go out there, and I went on there and got the buses. And said, I was selling chain. I'm like, oh yeah, two new bucks. I bought a gold chain. My whole neck turned around, yeah, turned all green. I said, never again, never, never, I'll never, never, never get burned again. Emmanuel had a great idea, something I pulled up, and I don't know where he was at, he was selling bracelets and all this stuff that was gold, and Emmanuel go take it and check it because I've been burned before. No, no, that's good, that's good. I took them and no, no. Okay, then I bought them, bought it. Yes, guess what? It turned green. His black skin turned green. And I made a vow, believe it, three times. Sometimes you gotta learn a little bit more than others. I said, never again. People come, no, no, no thank you. No thank you. No thank you. Oh, I should be gasping, no thank you. I don't know you guys, just me. I said, never again. I don't want to be burned. I don't want to be fooled. I don't want to be robbed. God said, I'm the light of the world. In your dark times, you know, when I'm taking you places you've never been, the places where things are different and things are not the things that you don't understand, he says, if you keep your eyes on me, then you hear people popping up, don't pop up, he's preaching. Throw me off. Thank you. When you've never been places you've never been, when you follow God, you'll be okay and you won't be burnt. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you, but I've never been married before. 
Come on, you and I didn't know I was going to be in danger zone. And all of a sudden, by following God, I was able to be a better husband. Oh, come on, somebody. I've never had children before. So my point of places I've never been, I started having children. I'm like, what do I do with this? All I does is eat, poop, and cry. And now he's 18, he still does the same thing. Now they're teenagers. Now they're like, oh, I've never been there before. Your kids are beautiful now, it's like you know they've never been there before. But if you keep your eyes on God, you can take places you've never been. If you keep your eyes on God, it's going to be okay. It's going to be alright. But our eyes need to stay on the ark. Our eyes need to stay on God. And I love, I love what takes place. I want you really to really to grab this, this morning church that it just blew my mind how God always fits our mess. You've heard saying he'll get your, oh, your message, turn your message. Uh, God will get your mess, man, and, and, and turn into a miracle. Look, look, look what happened. He goes on and he says, he said, it, just, it just hit me really hard. And Joshua says to the people, he goes, and he, says, he goes, he says, Joshua says to the people, sanctify wow, yourself. In other words, consecrate yourself. You need to separate yourself. Yeah. There's some things that you need to separate yourself if you're going to keep your eyes on God. Because there's some things that are pulled from us. Come here, Joshua. Come here, Joshua. There's some things that are pulled from you. That'll, that'll pull from your life. Come here, Jose. Come here, Jose. Here, here, here's Joshua. Joshua. Here, Joshua represents the world. You know what Jose think I'm happy? <laughs> he, he represents God. And then, and, and you got to say to sanctify yourself because you 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 are in a battle and you are with God and you have this world right here that keeps on tugging at you. He's tugging at you. He, come on, somebody, he's tugging. You. you need to sanctify yourself. You need to stop allowing to tell you and tell yourself to the things of God that are all of a sudden give you some release from this right here. And you got to sanctify yourself from this world. From his desires, from his appetites, from everything we learn, because sometimes we jump in the world like hello. And we're like, God, I'll see you in a minute. I'll be back. And, and here we are, and we're like, hey, what's up, world? How you been? And, and here we are, we gravitate to that, and God's saying, sanctify yourself, because if you're going to follow me, your flesh won't let you. Come on, so your flesh won't let you. Your, 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 flesh won't, your flesh won't let you. You're going to have a battle. That's why the Bible says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is what? Two people got that. Okay, good. Make sure you understand what I'm saying. That's why sometimes your flesh will tell you, don't go to church. Don't wake up. God can come to your house. You guys may know that. Don't forsake the assembly of the brethren. We're not teaching you. We're not teaching you. This is about a, a call. We're teaching about, about Jesus. Come on, it's Jesus. It ain't you. It ain't the church. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It suits the garment. It suits Jesus. See, we're in a battle. And this flesh needs to be sanctified. 
his flesh, his filthy flesh, needs to be sanctified. And the way we sanctify is by following God and start resisting the world. The world appetites, the world lies, the world manipulations, the world standards. When the world says it's okay, God says no, it's not okay. We're so used to the opinion of the world, the opinion of people, that it draws us and pulls us away. So he's saying, I need you to go. I need you to tell them to sanctify themselves. I need you to consecrate and separate themselves. Don't they separate yourself. There's some stuff that you need to separate from. There's some people you just need to get out of your life. <laughs> and the more that you separate yourself from that, the more you'll see yourself clean to God. Come on, the more you see yourself clean to the Spirit of God, the more you see yourself, allow yourself to be, uh, follow the, the light of the world, the more you see yourself, allow yourself to do what God asks you to do. You start, you start living the word, you start believing the word, you start, you start becoming the word, and your life begins to change and evolve simply because you have this himself. Amen. There's a season for everything. Come on, give them a big clap offering. There is a season for everything. There was a season that needed to pull away from the ones I love. Not, I'm not forsaken, but you know what? Just right now, no, because every time I went there, you always offer me something bad. I know none of you guys, just me. Every time I talk to them, you always want to give me something bad. Every time I talk to you, you always, you always, you always look down everybody and talk bad about everybody. And it's like, please just stop. So I said, if you ain't going to change, I'm going to change. I'm going to sanctify myself for a season. And when I did that, and when I went back to go see my family, when I went back to go see my friends and talk to them, they had nothing to say. They couldn't say nothing no more. Because why? Because I followed God. Come on, somebody. I followed God to a place I've never been. I followed God to a place I've never been with my marriage, with my church, in my leadership, in my belief, in my trust with God. All of a sudden, I've been to a place where I had to trust like never before. And I got to this place. I said, you know what? Because I had to separate myself for a season. So when I see you again, you didn't affect me. Devil, you lie to me all you want, but you didn't affect me. That's one of the most hardest things to do as people because we always want people to affirmate us or always be able to confirm things in our minds or always looking for affection. Your mother can love you like she never loved you before. You still look for affection from someone else. Your father could have loved you like never before. You still for affection because the devil is a liar. Come on, somebody, that devil is a liar. Come on, that devil is a liar. We need and we must keep our eyes on God and we must sanctify ourselves. So say sanctify. Sanctify to separate, to push away, to consecrate. Amen. He goes on, he says these words. He says, for tomorrow the Lord will. Not if he's going to, but someday he will. See, God will do his part when we do our part. God says, draw a night in me, and I'll draw what? So God is saying here, when you follow me, when you keep the room for change, room for growth, and when you have your eyes on me, and we were separating yourself, oh, I cannot but bless you. I got kids, and my kids are listening to me, and they're doing everything they need to do. I'm like, oh my God, I need to bless them. All my eyes, that's what I said. 
And they're going down there looking like my daughter. Bella, we were here the other day. She was here all day with me until about 6.30 on, on, on the Thursday before we had to go home. We're getting so ready. And she's not complaining. She's not crying. She didn't remember it. She needed us. I was like, wow. I said, I need to buy her a squishy. <laughs> I, I know what she likes. I need to give her a something she likes. Like. So on the way back, from half of yourself at the gas station, I see this one that lights up. I said, oh, she'll like that one. And I went and buy it. Like, and they told me the price. I'm like, it's a squishy. I'm going to make it right now with a balloon. He was going, it's a squishy. I take a turn and give it to the morning. She said, oh, I did that. But I seen how she behaved. And she not seem to cry. She didn't complain, but I wanted to bless her. And God says, when you listen to do your part. I won't do my part. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a great clap offering. He says, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Oh my God. Wonders among you. I don't know about you, but I, I, I need God to continue to do some wonders. Come on. I need God to continue to do some wonders within my life, within my marriage, with my children, within our church, within, within everything that's taking place. I'll tell you, we need some wonderful, great, mighty things to be done. If you don't want church, I'll take yours. If you don't need no wonders, I'll take that. Don't just confess you can have mine. I'll take it. But I have no problem taking yours. I'll take your blessing. I don't know about you, but I want mine. I want mine. I, I need mine. I need God to show up for me because I know that I can only do so much. There's things I'm limited in doing and other things that I can do, but there's things that there's no way I can do without God. Because with God, all things are possible. Come on. With God, all things are what? With God, all things are what? I know I'm limited. There's things that I cannot do. There's things that I, 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 I can begin. There's things that I can, like when we started doing all this, doing the carpet, that things I began, and I'm okay on them, I'm done that way. Come on. God, but did you show up? God, I need God, I need God, I need God. And that being a prayer, that's the same thing. I can't do so much for God, that's the rest. And that's when you believe God, when you trust God, when you do your part, that's why God's eye will show up for you, because I'm ready to do some wonders. I'm ready to come on. You want to know what a wonder is? You see these two couples stand up. That's a wonder right there. 29 years anniversary today. Come on, 29 years of anniversary. Amen. They were they were not starting. He, he got sick and told him to get back over here. We had said to him, get back over here. Y'all don't want you to die on me. Get over here. 29 years of anniversary. Come on, give him a great clap off in there. He came into the home. She was coming to church, and I told them, you just let God change your lives. They had lost their children. They had lost everything. How many years ago was that? 17 years ago. 17 years ago. Lost everything. And she goes, yeah, he needs help. I go, you need to go to the home too, I told her. <laughs> I told him, because you're messing around with something named Marble. Marble's 100. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like, he didn't even need any guys to get some things right, some things in order. All of a sudden, they came to help me in the home and doing the company we used to have and helping us doing all these things. And all of a sudden, they had nowhere to go. And I said, just put an RV right there. Just believe God. I told him. Throw them over in the RV. We had just started. I had this pastor, I think, like one year, I think. We had just started. And 
And, and, and they just, I just started healing and mending their marriage and started healing men, bringing their children. Gotta get their children want nothing to do with them. Come on, somebody, because their knuckleheads, I mean, praise the Lord. God began to man and God began to restore It does not mean, church, we're not going to make mistakes. We're not gonna, it does not mean that. But when we keep our eyes on God, we are smart enough to get up when we make mistakes. We are smart enough to say, I'm going to worm. I'm a worm today. I don't claim to be nothing. I don't want to be nothing. I'm not trying to be a superstar. I don't want to be a superstar. I, I, I want to be a worm. I want to be the worm that God can say, you know what? Are you ready for change? Are you ready for growth? Are you ready for a breakthrough? Are you ready for my wonders? Are you ready for the wonderful thing that's before you? But before you cross over, I need you to cross over on this side if in your spirit, my God. Before you shift on that side, I need you to shift on this side. Because when you get on that other side, you are ready for it. You're ready for the wild factor. You're ready for something great. You're ready for that wonderful change. You're ready for that woman. You're ready for that man. You're ready for your children. You're ready for those finances. You're ready for that business. You're ready because I got you ready on this side of the journey. See, the scary thing about people who tithe is this, who don't tithe. There's a time when I get them, I know you all. You didn't, didn't do it when you did it, you're not going to do it when you do it. You don't look at my wife. It's my wife. I love the tithe, and she loves to go beyond that. People tell me, you know what I'm blessed because I believe in giving to the vision. I believe in giving. We, 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 get, we plan it. We, we plan it. I, I, I pulled off on my savings, and I plan to see it. I said, I believe in this mission. I believe in what's taking place, what God has called me. God, I believe in what's taking place in this wife. I believe in it. Come on, I, I, I believe in it. I believe in it. And she's right now enough to believe in me. She's crazy enough to believe in me. Because I, I'm telling you, I want God to do what he's going to do. And I say that because all of a sudden I said, babe, um, are you going to check to the, to the, to the, for our tax office? What are you talking about? I got straight direct deposit on the phone. See, I don't want to miss nothing. But see, but because she sanctified herself, she separated herself. She got her eyes on God. She's living room for growth. Come on, somebody. Because you, when you see my wife, she watch her all sweet. Oh my God. My wife was not, when I met my wife, I liked her she was a fighter. I fell in love with her. I was like, oh my gosh, shut up, I'm Yes, I was like, yes, this is it, this is it. And and then we, we started dating, and, we, and then and I, she was meeting up girls in the church. I'm like, oh my God. How long have we been together? 23 years? 23 years. 23 years. We're going to be married. We're going to be married in two more months. It'll be 20 year, 20 year anniversary. Come on, somebody. I've got to bless you with the best. I thank God. When you live the right one, your life will change forever. I want to give you a quick thing about marriage. Okay, this is this. You got the one you wanted. It's not what you thought. You could make it work. Okay, all right. You put all of that in. All of that in, bro. I'm a commercial. But she left room for change. I left room for change. Because when we got together, I was a jerk. No, none of you guys, just me. I was mean, I was rude, I was rough. 
So that's why I have to separate myself from God so that I can be more loving, more, more of a husband, not trying to be a macho, not more of a man of God. Come on, somebody. Not more of what the world wanted of me, more of what God wanted of me. And oh, I'm seeing the wonders. Come on, that's, I'm seeing the wonders. You're seeing the wonders. You are part of the wonder. You are part of the wonder. Look to me and say, You're a wonder. You're a wonder. You are a wonder. And your children are wonders. And whatever is next, I'm telling you, is going to be more. Beyond we can ever imagine, church. More than we can ever imagine. Uh, because we get ready, I, I want you to see this because I want you to see how God, God fixes our business. He said these words and he goes on and he says these words. And Joshua spoke to the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, This day, my God, I will begin to insult you. Listen, that means I'm going to make you great. I'm going to make you great in the sight of all Israel. That they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. You shall command the priest who bears the Ark of the Covenant, saying, when you have come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, and that you will without fail drive out all before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Pesites, the Gidosites, the Amorites, the Genesites, before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. All the earth is crossing over. Listen. All the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. Now, therefore, take for yourselves twelve men. So, talk about God's best, our best. Twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one from every tribe. And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of your feet of the priests bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan. And that the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off, and the waters that come down from upstream, and they shall stand as they be. Listen to what I'm saying. They're going to cross the Jordan. Remember, God had just did a great miracle before the Red Sea. Now they're going to cross the stream. And so what? He says, I, I want to fix where things went wrong with Moses. I want you to bring 12 more, and they're not going to be spies. They're going to be men who are going to follow God, follow that ark, and they're going to lead that for change. Listen to me, they're going to lead that for change, and they're going to keep their eyes on me, and I'm going to see great things take place. Because why? Because the other ones brought doubt. The other ones, all the other spies begin to trip. I want you spies just to do what I tell you to do. Follow God. Take your eyes off of your problem. Take your eyes off your trial and tribulation. Put your eyes on God. Because we're ready for a shift. We're ready for wonders. We're ready for great things to take place. The Bible says as soon as they walk and they touched the waters, they didn't divide it. They walked on dry ground, church. They 
So look at me. I'm doing wonders right in front of you. Because we're about to cross over. Someone say cross over. We're about to cross over. I believe as a church, God's crossing us over. I believe as husband, God's crossing us over. I believe as sons and daughters, God's crossing us over. And all of a sudden, the Bible says that they, they as soon as they cross over, they left some rocks. The Apollo rocks that are tried. And those was called a memorial. And then they made a memorial outside. So they would know in their tribal, God was there. And out of the tribe, God was there. In it, God was there. And out of it, God was there. Come on, somebody. In it, he was there. And out of it, he was there. We got to God. It's with us even when we are in it. Deep. And when we get out of it, he's there. We can never forget that. We can never forget that. He said, Joshua, I'm showing you off, Joshua. I'm showing that God is with you. All those that said what they want to say, I'm showing them I'm with you as I am with the Moses. I'm doing the same thing with you today, church. All you pastors and leaders and believers and sons of God, God is saying, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'm going to show all those people and all those that come to that, I'm with you. I want you to stand with me this morning. God is with you, Father. God is with you, Mother. God is with you, leader. God is with you, believer. God is with you. Just only keep your eyes on God and leave space, leave a gap for change. Never think that you can't change. I spoke to a lady the other day and she said some stuff. She goes, I've been coming to church for a while, but, but I got changed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I want to go to church and I want to change. I, I, I want to get rid of my pride. I want to get rid of my anger. I want to get rid of jealousy. I want to get rid of hurt. I want to get rid of unforgiveness. I want to get rid of all these things that keep on making us run from God. We take all that stuff away. We take all those things away, church. We can allow ourselves to continue to follow Him in the hardest times of our lives. See, I'm not here because I've never been through nothing. I'm here because I haven't been through hell. I have the scars to prove it. I have the stories to prove it. I do not envy any pastor. I do not envy any churches. All the churches that God is blessing them. I pray for those pastors. Because it, it is tiring to be a visionary, but it's worth it. Come on, somebody. It's worth it. It's worth it to see life change. It's worth it to see me and what it means I support. I challenge you this morning. Every head bowed, every head closed. Hey, you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, this is my first time here. I, I don't know God. I've never accepted God. I, 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 I don't even believe in God. But I, I want today to have a shift in my life. I want to change my direction of where I'm going. I want to change my life. I want to give my life to God. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I, I'm tired. The same old, same old. I'm tired of going through the same old thing in my, in my marriage, with my children, in my life. Is, or you yourself, you're tired this morning. You're saying, I, I need change. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And you're here this morning. You say, That's right. I've drifted away. I've fallen away. I've been away from God for a while. I need to get back. I need to get back. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. 
you. He's not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He just wants you to get back to where you belong. He wants you to get back to put your eyes back on him. Eyes back on him. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're just when you say, Pastor, God spoke to me. I'm ready. I'm ready to see the wonders. I'm ready to sanctify myself. I'm ready to leave God for change. I'm ready to leave God for change. And I want to do what he wants me to do. Today is a day that I choose to make a difference. Today is a day that I choose to keep my eyes on him. I'm going to my eyes off. Maybe I have one eye on him and one eye somewhere else. But today, I choose to put both eyes on him. No more compromise. No more room for, for failure. But room now to succeed, to see the wonders that God has. And that's you this morning. If you lifted up your hand and God spoke to him, I want you to come. I want you to come. Come now. Come now. Hands are going your hands. Come. come and find a place. Come and find a place at the altar. Hallelujah. 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 And oh, everybody gets walking around. Find a place. Find a place. They got that God. Do great things for you. You're here this morning, you need gotta do some wonders. Come now. Come now, come now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh Father, we worship you, Lord. Father, we glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Yes, oh God. Come on, come on, just begin to get a hold of God. Come on, just begin to speak to God. Hallelujah. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Devil, you're a liar. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me peace and give me strength to sanctify myself. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a great battle. The Bible says the one is a light to the Lord that heaven rejoices. There's a party going on in heaven right now. And this is the time that you need to understand that we need to plug yourself into a church. Get involved, read your word, and separate yourself from those that keep on making it stumble. See God. As we continue to shift right now, I want you just to see me right when I pray with you. As a pastor, I'll be praying, I'm going to pray for you. And just allow yourself to just to let God speak into your life. Let God minister to you. As we begin to pray, come on, just begin to help us worship. The church, others, extend your hands up here.